Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, hello. We're having technical difficulties tonight.
off to a rough start with technology, but that is okay. We are going to uh, have a phenomenal show tonight on our last installment for our Women's Month. I cannot believe it is the end of March already. We've had some phenomenal shows this month. If you missed any of them, you can go to our show webpage, blogtalkradio.com backslash Real Talk with Tanya White, and check out all of our episodes. Um, they are they're rated R for being real, relevant, and refreshing. We kick real talk about real issues to enhance your real life every single Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and tonight is going to be no different. We're closing out the month, as you can see with that intro song, talking about girl, fight through it, winning the battles of grief, growth, and getting along with the hard to get along. I don't know about y'all, but um, um, some people in my life, Lord Jesus, oh, God, I had to fight through it because they're hard to get along. And sometimes God sees you people to show you, baby girl, baby boy, you can be hard to deal with too. So when people in your life who test your patience uh, and they seem difficult, it's maybe a self-reflective moment. So say, Lord Jesus, am I like this? If so, take it out of me. So we're, that's what we're talking about tonight. You can win the battles of grief, growth, and getting along with the heart to get along. I've got my own A-team tonight. I have Angie Stewart on tonight, my sister, friend, mother, everything to me. Uh, and let me add this new title, author of the book, Just When I Thought, along with her husband, Alan Stewart. They, uh, their book came out February 16th. Um, and then we have Audra Wheat. Uh, the angelic one herself, and then we have the audacious, amazing Adrena Phillips. And listen, we're going to have an Ask Adrena segment, so if you want to ask her a question and get some laser coaching, now listen, let me tell you, don't call the show if you don't want to know the truth from Adrena. She's going to give a couple of our listeners some laser, laser coaching, and that's at the bottom of the hour. But we're going to kick this hour off with uh, Andy Stewart author of Just When I Thought, When God Chooses, No One Loses, and she's going to talk about uh, that we don't have to be a superwoman. Why? Because we serve a super God, and she's going to just kick some sister knowledge uh, for us to grow, to get through, and to fight through. Listen, I forgot to say welcome to our first-time listeners. I'm sorry. I forgot my manners. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Uh, listen every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then visit me at TanyaWhite.com. Tanya T A N Y A White is in the color.com. Check out all of my products, services, and things I have to offer. If you're not connected with me on social media, connect with me. Real Talk with Tanya White on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm gonna tell you straight up, I'm still learning Twitter <laughs> and Instagram, but I have a page. Real Talk with Tanya White. Um, so check me out, connect with me on Facebook is where I spend most of my time. I would love to connect with you and share and empower things. And so tonight, let's get right to it. My sister, my friend, new author, minister, mother, grandmother, everything, uh, Angie Stewart, she has been a godsend to my life. You know, it's one of those things that God, like when Jesus had to go through Samaria and uh, some, sometimes in life you had to do certain things. Well, I had to go uh, through uh, and connect with a particular church, and I thought it was for one reason, but it was I had to meet the A-team, the stewards, uh, and I'm so glad God had me go through that way 
because they have been a godsend. They, I told them, I told my parents, they remind me of my mom and dad, uh, and that's probably what my draw is. But uh, Angie Stewart is a powerhouse in her own right. Don't sleep on her. Don't sleep on Miss Angie. Uh, so she's going to come. She, it's going to be her second time on the show, um, and she's going to talk about how we don't have to be a superwoman. Hey, Miss Angie. Hello, Tanya. How are you, hun? Great. I'm even better now. I get to hear your voice. I know. It's so fun because we talk all the time. Now we get to talk to our audience. And help I know. And, and just encourage them as we encourage each other so often. This is your second, t- yeah. second time on the show? Uh, no, I really third because we did an interview, a taped yes, interview. Yes, we did. So three times is going to be a, just an amazing, amazing uh So before we get into your your segment, tell our audience once again who you are and uh, how how God led you to where you are in this season. Uh, yes, my name is, well, I don't like to say the minister always, but I am a minister, and I'm not ashamed of that. Uh, Angie Stewart, married to the wonderful Alan Stewart, I am a mother. Let me back it up. I'm an author yes. and a mother and a, and a nana and a granny and a friend and a sister in Christ. I'm anything that you would need me to be as long as it's in Christ, sis, anything yes. that you need me to be. And uh, the way I've got to this place is that the Lord, uh, like you said, he ordained our meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was ordained by God that we would meet and uh, from there, we I thought that you was going to talk to me about one book that I wanted to write, but God had other plans for Alan and I, and I just blessed him that he brought you into our life to help you be a pro, uh, be in the process with us to, to get that book out. And I'm just truly thankful and honored and grateful, sis. Yes, and the book she's talking about is just when I thought, when God chooses, no one loses. You can get that by uh, sending uh, – Connecting with them on uh, Facebook yes. and uh, getting that book, they will send you PayPal. It's uh, PayPal.me, Alan Stewart Jr. Uh, Alan, capital yes. A, capital S for Stewart and Jr. Um, get that book. It is a good, quick read, but it will revolutionize not only your dating and marriage, but how you look and uh, live for God and trust Him. So yes. yes. So, Miss Angie, this is yes, ma'am. your segment, and where you get to talk to the women. Um, and you have, based on your books, you're going to have some things called sis sis sessions, um, based on yes. topics from your book. So, can you tell us about that? Because this is what our talk is going to be about. We're going to give you some uh, sis sessions on Real Talk tonight, just a brief view. A view, but tell them what those sessions are going to entail. Uh, the one that I really that sticks out in my mind uh, today, Tanya, because um, mm-hmm. I prayed about you know what we were to do tonight, and the mm-hmm. one that really sticks out in my mind and um, that's in my spirit is the the session on uh, superwoman. Yes, the superwoman syndrome, because mm-hmm. oftentimes we think that. Well, first of all, the Lord said that superwoman syndrome is just a mindset, yes. and it's a mindset that we've created. We tell ourselves that we don't need anybody. We can do it on our own. We even get uh, have the audacity to tell God at times that we don't even want a man. Mm. He, but when we don't even want a man. We don't, we, we, we've been so used to doing this thing on our own. And the Lord reminded me today that for years we didn't do it on our own. We had brothers 
We had uncles. We had grandfathers. We had those men in our lives that would help us to get these things done. But because of our mindset and because of the things that the world has said to us about men, and then sometimes it's because of the hurts and the mm-hmm. pains that we've experienced from, from these men in our lives that we just uh, make up our mind that we don't, we don't need them. We can do it on our own. And I, and I know I'm right about it because I was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I was doing exactly the same thing. And so this superwoman syndrome is something that uh, God had, it's not ordained by God. Um, God has reminded me so many times that I don't have to be the superwoman because I serve a super God. Yes. And yes. this super God is the one that he divinely orchestrated my own meeting of my own spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, he He divinely uh calls me and Alan to meet, and then he reminded me of that, how, you go back and look at how I could have lost and or uh, aborted what mm-hmm. he had ordained for my life because I was stuck in this superwoman syndrome. I right. wasn't going to allow Alan to be who God had uh, brought into my life because I was too busy trying to make him what I wanted him to be instead of allowing him to be what God had already called him to be. And so sometimes we forfeit what God has for us because we want to carry this superwoman syndrome. We want, and you know, and I love what you said. We had men in our life. Uh, I grew up with a great dad. Did honey, I'm a daddy's girl, yes. and literally, <laughs> don't I? I'm really spoiled. Uh, but I noticed when my dad died. Oh, and uncles died. You know, that was yes. just the mindset of our of the family of society. And it's not a cultural yes. thing either. I'm noticing, but we've lost that. Uh, the man and Alan talks about this too. The man being in their position, and so the yes. women had to step up. But we're going. God is shifting us into a time. Yes, and he say, is. Look, you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have. You to. don't have to do that, and we have to allow Him to re- to shift us back. To the original yeah. state. Um, yeah. So how how do we do that? Because in your book, just what I thought, y'all need y'all need to get this book too. Because it takes you through how you all met. <laughs> um, yes. Y'all are real honest in this book too, especially you and Angie. I love it. Um, how, even our attitude, our disposition, sometimes. Uh, yes. Has a super. Uh, you know, like I don't need you. I'm a I'm a superwoman. I could do everything, anything. I don't need you. How did you have to, you know, because it was like a breaking down, even though God, you know, you knew God wanted you to do, we got to walk it out in the physical. Yeah. What What are some, like two or three strategies that you had to do? Not just listen to God. People want to throw back, I had to listen to God. No, it's some work. This, the word, the Bible says, yeah. place without works is dead. So what did you have to right. work did you have to put in? Well, you just said something. One of the things, we see, we we can always say the Lord, you know, I heard the Lord and he said, but oftentimes we, heard, we hear him, but yet we fail to do. So mm-hmm. first I had to be obedient to what he was saying, okay? And so once I was obedient, I, he told me to go see Obama, and I went, and the rest is history. You know, Alan was there, and he sat next to me, and, uh, you know, all that that the book will talk about, after even that, 
I had to, I knew that the Lord had sent me. I could never take that back. That was going to my grave. I knew that he told me this would be my spouse, but we had a process we still had to go through. So you're talking about this process. In that process, all the trials and tribulations and tests of normal relationships were coming up against us. There was things going on in his finances. I'm like, oh, man, this brother ain't balancing a checkbook. Not to put him on blast, but, you know, this just some of his own issues. And as I began to continue to try to see his issues and point out his stuff to, to God, I wouldn't do it to him because I didn't want to hurt him because I, I was starting to love him. But I right. had to, I'm pointing him out to God. The Lord had to point me back and told me to look at myself. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if you're good enough for me to create, I created you in my image and in my likeness for my good pleasure. He's created as well. If right. you got faults, you got faults. You know, right. and it's so easy us to miss what God has for us because we're so, okay, this is too good to be true. Okay, right. it's been one year. It, okay, first of all, he's going to go along with, if you're looking for sex, we not you ain't going to get it over here. Right. Because I've already <laughs> committed this part of my life to the Lord. Well, he looked at me and said, if you're looking for sex, you ain't going to get it over here. Right. You right. know, so there's a lot of things that uh, we had to go through, and it was, you just have to know that you know what you heard the Lord say, mm-hmm. trust the process. It's never going to be easy. Anything that's worth having is truly worth working for. Yes. It's just, it was just really worth working for, you know. And I remember, sis, so clearly, I was at his mother's house sick and was healing from surgery when I'm still wrestling with who, he, who I thought he should be when the mm-hmm. Lord said to me, you can miss what I have for you. Sometimes yes. we're so busy looking, trying to find something, you're going to miss what God has because you're too busy looking. Mm-hmm. Looking for what you, you know, what you want or what's familiar to you. What's familiar to you. Yeah. What's and... fam- we say we want something different, but <laughs> then God shows us different, and we, that's, we're still not satisfied. We're still not. And you know you it's that difference to... because you're going to have to stretch. Because when you want something yes. different, what you got to do, you got to be different. And so you gotta we do, do a lot of different. mouth talk in this in this society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had to yes, you had to walk out. You had to stop doing some of that that mouth talk, especially when it came to because uh, both of you all had, were married before. Uh, yeah, had children and grandchildren, and so that was a whole nother dynamic. Uh, yeah, like you said, just the differences in uh, how you all lived. But you said God said you can miss what I have. You can miss what I have for you if you want to. And so, yes. where where were you? Because it takes it takes a, an environment where you can hear God. You know, talk to you like that. You just can't yes. be in any old type of place in your life. Where no, you, you cannot. Can't hear. So where were you? I mean, even though things were going on in your life, life mm-hmm. situations were coming. Honestly, where were you spiritually and mentally where you was, You really heard God? Uh, uh, where I was, sis, um, and, it, and it's amazing how, you know, sometimes God has, allow, has to allow those broken places and those broken things in our life, they have to shake us up to get our attention. So I was at a place in my life I was still healing from the death of my daughter who had committed suicide. And then I was 
the guy I was engaged to had committed suicide. So I was in a broken place. I knew that I was God's child. I've always known uh, since the age of 11 that I was his daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really begin to pray and have a relationship uh, with him until I was 17. And uh, knowing that I was an intercessor, didn't understand what all that was until some 15 years later. But I was at a place that, that you don't know that God is all you have until God is all you have. You know, uh-huh. he was all I had. I had my children that was left here, but God was all I had. I I couldn't hear anybody else because mm-hmm. only he could heal me in those places that I were broken in. So I was in a really good place with God, but I, I was in a good spiritual place with God, but yet I was in a broken state, sis, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's in that brokenness where you said you had to rely on him. Uh, It's just like having anything, a broken body part, a broken arm, a broken leg that you have to put in a cast. There's no way if your leg is broken that that you're just going to let it be broken without wrapping it up, putting it in a cast, and letting it heal and reset. So I love what you said. You was in a broken place, and you had nobody but God. So he was just like that cast that you had. You was wrapped up in him, and he was resetting the uh, the the pieces in your life to realign yes. like it was supposed to be. And so yes. that's how, if if you say, oh, God, I can't hear you, you you're, you're probably not broken <laughs> enough yes. um, in a yes. place of brokenness. That's uh, it so right can, there. Yeah. Because yes. when we're not broken, yes. when we're healthy, we're, we're, we're literally, yeah, we may be, you know, yeah, we're with God. Yeah, we, we we have faith. Yeah, but we we also yeah. have, we're operating in our own power and thinking it's yeah. us. And so I love what Thank you said. You. As God was all that you had. So that if you said God, I want to experience you in new new way. You better watch out what you say. In new way. Because yeah. you're going to be broken. God God is sovereign. He knows exactly how to get our attention. And so yes, he um, does. But it's the best thing sometimes when you're broken because, like you said, when you God is all you got, you, you're stretching for him, and you're in that place, Lord, whatever, I need to hear from you. Yes. Need to yes. hear from you. If and you then turn, go, go ahead, what you I'm say? I'm sorry. I was going to say, and then what he said to me was, you know, when, when I'm going through those battles and, and, and that place I was in at that time, and when I would get outside and uh, his will, not even outside his will, but when I'm, doing me and listening to me instead of him, he would say to me, and it would just blow my mind, what good is it mm-hmm. to hear me when I speak if you don't do what I say? So what good is it for me to commune with you if you're not, what good is it for you to go down on your knees and pray and you don't stay there long enough? Mm. See, a relationship, when you got a relationship with Christ, I just can't go and give him everything and, and say everything I want to say to him. I have to stay there. And be still yeah. and quiet long enough to hear him say something back. So what good is it to hear the Lord say if we're not going to do what he tells us to do? What good is it? Did y'all hear that? What good is it? You can pray. You can call on the, the elders of the church. You can call on Come the on. pastor. But what good is it if you're not going to put action behind it? Faith without what? Work no, is act. dead. Come on. It's and dead. Yeah. dead. When it's dead, it starts to decay. Decay yes. brings a stench and a smell. Yes. So if people are smelling your, I'm about to preach up here. People smelling your mouth, it's going back to the fact that you are not putting action. 
with your faith. Your faith is dead. So, listen, listen. These are six sessions that Minister Angie Stewart is going to be talking. The superwoman syndrome, Lord have mercy. We don't have to be superwoman. And sometimes, Sister Angie, we, we get caught up in being that because we like the costume that yes. the heroes have. What are some costumes yes. that we put on in our life to make us think that Lord we're have superwoman? Lord have mercy, sis. I'm telling you, I'm just sitting here just saying amazed at, you know, some of the things that the Lord was showing me with this sister session because uh, mm-hmm. you, you talked about it early, and I'll just tell you the truth. My mind was just still in another place. I've been praying for a brother I was on the phone with earlier. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, when you talk about the sister session, it's a time that the, 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 SIS, the SIS stands for sharing our tests and struggles, mm-hmm. inspiring, uh, inspiring, I'm sorry, each other, each sister to pursue God's given potential and purpose, and then mm-hmm. we're seeking to live according to God's will and yes. his word without excuses, without mm-hmm. complaining, and without mm-hmm. compromise. That's it. Because oftentimes we want to compromise, you know, and, and what happens when we compromise, we don't get healed or delivered. None. We don't we get don't, healed or delivered, sis, we, we compromise. Don't get our, so compromise is a, is a costume that we wear. All the time. Compromise is a costume. It's a costume. It's, it, it, it's, it's a costume that we wear trying to be a superwoman. And I'm, yes. I love that song by Karen White. I'm not your superwoman. We're not your super. You don't yes. have to be. So compromise. What's another costume that we wear, Sister Angie? Uh, let me see. Another one that we would wear is, um, uh, you know what? I, I say a, just a total mask. Mm-hmm. One that I can see is a mask. I became everything for everybody, yes. all under this mask. Whatever you needed, I could put on that mask. If I needed to be this, I could put on that mask. Whatever you needed for me to do, I could put on that mask and become. Because, mm-hmm. we, you know, we as superwomen, we feel like we have to. But let me go back just a few seconds. When the Lord was dealing with me about the superwoman syndrome, guess what? When you look out there and look for a superwoman, there was never really a superwoman superhero. She was mm-hmm. a supergirl. Yeah. But Come the Lord on. said that when you became a, you was a supergirl, but you're no yeah. longer a girl. You're a woman. When you became a a, a, a woman, you, you, put, you put aside all the childish things. Yeah. You know, you began to walk. So that superwoman syndrome is just another trick of the mm-hmm. enemy. Of the you know, enemy. to have us thinking that, we have to do this and do that when God never intended for us to do it alone. He said it's not good for man to be alone. It's, it's not, not good. good. But the thing of it is we don't want to wait on God. Mm-mm. So we go through, including myself, we go through all these theatrics and these different avenues and this brokenness and that brokenness and this person when God never intended for it to be that way. And before you yes. know it, we've got two or three kids out of wedlock, we've got two or three baby daddies, we got, you know, it's an ugly domino effect when we do things outside the will of God. And I'm talking about my own life, sis, nobody else's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you know, it, it, yeah. You're right, it's a domino effect. And when we put on that mask of compromise, put on that mask of being, I see, you know, I'm all with trying to make people remember. So C is the first compromise. And then, like you said, being all things, that's a camouflage. We we camouflage okay, ourselves yes. behind people, whoever that are. So let me let me see. 
okay, so she is Minister Angie. Let me act like a minister around her and see yeah. see how, how we could connect. Okay, so this person is an author. Let me go around and say, let me thank them, tell them I, want, I may want to write a book. Can they help me? Let, okay, so this person, oh, they doing the thing. They starting their business. Oh, can you help me? Camouflage. And you go yeah. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And what you're doing is wearing yourself out, and you, you are forgetting who God created you to be. Because you just you're trying you just to be what super, yeah. instead of trying to serve the super God that has everything that you need. Lord Take have everything. mercy. He has Take everything that you need. So if you just join yes. my talk with your wife, we're talking to Minister Angie Stewart, my friend, my sister, and author of Just When I Thought When God Chooses, No One Loses. We are talking about some of her uh, 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 workshops from her sisters, her sis sessions uh, that she's going yes. to launch pretty, pretty soon. So, Sister Angie, pretty before soon. we go into the last um, mass that we were, can you give people your contact information? Because y'all need to book Minister Angie. Y'all. Y'all, y'all better bit book her. She's a she's a powerhouse. Go ahead, tell them how they can book you and do all that good stuff. Connect with you. You can reach us at uh the the eighteen T H E the eighteen uh I N Indiana at gmail dot com. You know what? Did I say that right, Tanya? The eighteen twenty nineteen I N Indiana yes. at gmail dot com. You could also reach me uh by phone. And that's Angie Stewart, 812-557-4348. And you can also reach me on my um, just personal email. And it's Angie, B as in boy, hyphen cock, at live.com. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's it. I think that's all I can think of right now. Yeah. And she is on Facebook. Um, Facebook, yes, Angie Stewart. Mm-hmm. Yes, on so Facebook. Yes, Tanya. need to connect with her. So we talked. We Please. said your some of the the costumes that we wear trying to be super uh, superwoman is uh, compromise, camouflaging. Yeah. What's what's, an, what's another a last one, a last one that we uh, tried to. Oh, let's see. What would one be, Tanya? Um, when I think about the sister sessions, you know the 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 um, superwoman syndrome that fell under Lord keep me day by day, and mm-hmm. then we have. Healed in Broken Places, that's another awesome one. And, and there will be a book, Healed in Broken Places. Yeah. I don't know. I want to say 2019. I've been told it's going to be this year, so I guess it will be this year. Yeah. And then The Power of a Praying Woman. But another mask, uh, let me see. you got to help me, sis. Um, another mask. Oh, my God. Uh, one thing I oh, – when you were speaking, what came to me is that when when I talk about the mask that we do wear, sometimes mm-hmm. we even mask and become things. Not only that, you know what you were just saying when if somebody is doing this, we got to get on that page. Sometimes the mask I wore is not being who God created me to be, and continue to be everything that everybody else wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was my danger. I became yeah. everything everybody else wanted, and I downplayed because. When you didn't, when you don't know the word, you know mm-hmm. it would be easy for people to manipulate the word and have you doing things that you ain't got no business doing. Ain't got no business. And, and that's because, exactly, especially no, no business. if they have uh, a position of influence in your life, yes. whether it be in the church or yes. your family, 
because, oh, I'm glad you said that, because they, people will place you in a role for you to play in their yes. scheme of life. And uh, when you don't play that role, <laughs> they will cut cut you from their life. Um, and, yes. But when you try to be superwoman, uh, like you said, you will be all things, whether it is who you're supposed to be or not. And when we do yes. that, when you was in that, because I've been in that too, that situation, when we're trying, we're not who God's called us to be. What are some things uh, that the feelings that you feel? Some signs uh, a that, lot of you know, times, that you already it, knew. It, it, yeah, if if I if I just keep it all the way real with myself, I was angry. Mm-hmm. I was resentful. I was mad because I knew I was wasting my time mm-hmm. and I was wasting God's time because God, this person would be saying this and the Lord would be saying that. And it was almost like, you know, whose report are you going to believe? Yes. You know, yes. so it just put you in a place that you were just spinning your wheels, then you angry. But, you know, so I had to start asking myself, why am I laying down with Joe Blow when I know Joe Blow ain't got nothing that's good for me because the Lord had already told you that this ain't who he wants you with, but you do it anyway. Now mm-hmm. you mad. Now you resentful. Now you angry. Why, why yes. waste your time? Why not just do it God's way, and, and, and uh, which is the right way? Why waste your With, time? Why keep yes. taking yourself through that stuff? And I, I'm gonna add something else because when, when I was when I was right, yes, when I was not being who I was supposed to be, yes, she was mad, resentful, jealousy, and yes. uh, people say, "Oh, I'm not jealous." Okay, I'm gonna give you a jealousy test. You may not show Come it on. outwardly. But you yeah. got some jealousy issues when you're not being who you called to be. Look, jealousy test. When that person is doing something, and it could be and it could be anybody. It could be some. It could even be your own child that you're yes. jealous of. When they're doing something yes. that they're walking in their purpose, making significant strides of success. What do you yes. do? How do you act? How do you support them Lord genuinely? Jealousy test. Do you yes. tell people about them genuinely? And we're in a Facebook era now. Do you Lord click him. and like and share their stuff as much as you do somebody who you who you're trying to camouflage and compromise for? That's a jealousy Lord have mercy. right there. Yes, yes. You can say that you're you're not jealous. Take a test. How do you feel? Do if because if you're not jealous, you will push other people towards their destiny. But Absolutely. when you're not who you're supposed to be, that jealousy turns into envy. Look at look at Saul. Yes. Case yes. in point, Saul yes. in the Bible. He was jealous yes. of David. <laughs> yes. Because David yes. was the anointed king. He yes, was he was. Anointed king. Saul was uh, yes. by the people. So yes. Saul already knew that wanted. David had the favor of God on his yes. life. He didn't have the position. Yes. Nor was he craving the position. David knew in due time. In due time. In due time. Being who he was called to be. But Saul was jealous. Yes. His jealousy yes. turned into envy as David continued to be who David was called to be. Called and to be, yes. And envy turned into wanting to kill him. This is envy right now. We talking about yes. trying to be the superwoman, things that rise up. So you got to yes. take that test. 
So if you're jealous and you ain't got your jealousy in check, it will turn into envy. You may not try to kill somebody physically, but you show sure enough yes. will try to kill them professionally, socially, uh, Lord you know, emotionally. So check yourself. Check, check yourself. This is real talk tonight. Yes. Yes. So, sis, you did in your book. Yes, I gotta get just when I thought all this, all of this. Sister Angie, Mr. Angie takes you through this. Uh, her and Alan do great job, great job, just revealing themselves. So, when y'all, when you got to a place, say, you know, I, I can Lord, I'm following you. I'm following you. And people think that when we follow the Lord, everything is okay. You have no problems. Let's close with wrong, that. wrong, and that's a superwoman mentality that you can that you're not gonna have any problems because you can battle it, you can win. Tell us and let's close us out on this: as you follow the Lord, life does not become peaches and creams that we think it. How do we get? How do we get over that mindset and push through? The way we push through, sis is that we remember that God is faithful mm-hmm. and he has new mercies to give us every single day. We have to realize that it's okay to ask for his help. His mm-hmm. help, us asking him for help is not a sign of weakness, but yeah. it's really a sign of strength. And then we have to always remember that God didn't call us to be a superwoman, but he will supernaturally place the people in our lives that need to be in our lives when it's his will, uh, when when it's time for those people to come forth in our lives. Absolutely. Sister Andy, you did miraculous, awesome as usual. Tell, tell Real Talk again how they can connect with you on Facebook and everything else. Yep, they can, yeah, they can just go out on Facebook. Um, and I'm Angie Stewart on Facebook. You'll see a picture of me and Alan on there. Uh, they can also get us at the 18... 2019 Indiana I N at gmail.com. Uh, they can get us, uh, the, they can order the book from PayPal me, Alan Stewart, capital A, capital S, Alan Stewart, um, PayPal me, and they can reach us at me at 812 557 4342. And they can also reach me on my personal email if they need to at, um, Angie B as in boy hyphen cox c o x at live dot com. All right, Angie, I love you. Thank you so much for being on the show again. Yes, ma'am. We bless I'll, you. Thank you, real talk. All right. I'll follow up with you later, okay? Yes, thank you, dear. All right. Listen, we're gonna keep it moving. We got the angelic one on. Listen, Louisville, I know you know who she is. She kicks angelic thoughts. All the time via Facebook and all her other social media. She is Audra Wheat, and we are glad to have her on the show. Hey, Miss Wheat. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for being on Real Talk. I think it, is this your first time? Um, I, I think I was on here like a long, long time, time ago. ago. Long time <laughs> ago, yes. Well, welcome back to the relaunch. Thank you yeah, for being yeah. on Girl Fight Through It because you've been fighting through some things and all this. So before we get into our talk, tell our audience who you are and how you are in this season right now, how you ended up. 
Well, let's see here. I am the host of the Wheat Report. Well, first off, my name is Audra Wheat, a.k.a. the Angelic One. I am the host of the Wheat Report. Um, I am, like, the editor of the Wheat Report e-newsletter. Mm-hmm. I am a commercial tech and the, uh, for BAP Ministries. I am a um, co-owner of an administrative and clerical company called Creative Souls. I work with Centerstone Media Group, Squad 2911. Uh, so I have my hands on a whole lot of stuff. Um, but in the season that I'm in right now, it has been a struggle to get where I am right now. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, in October the 14th, 2017, you know, Prior to that, I was doing all of those things and more. You know, I was working mm-hmm. full-time at the school and more, you know. And then October 14, 2017, my whole world came to a halt. Everything changed. Um, because at that point, my mother passed away. Yeah. And I was completely lost, like completely thrown off off balance. Like, couldn't find it. Could not right. find sense. I could Nothing made sense to me. I had no desire to do anything for months and months and months. There was nothing that nobody could say to me that was helping me, um, and nothing that anybody said even made sense. It didn't even translate as positive to me. Right. I mean, it was so bad that I put my body under extreme stress and trauma, and it was so weird because I ended up throwing myself into a lupus flare and didn't mm-hmm. even know I had lupus. Wow. Didn't even know I had, I had never been diagnosed. Wow. Uh, but that's when it came to light that that's what I had. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, so fast forward, and then all these rare illnesses kept popping up as a result of me stressing out because I was just stressing and stressing. And I was stressing because I was grieving on the inside because I'm not a person that really shares my feelings. And yes. I was just grieving and grieving and grieving. And I'm looking around at my family because then I realized everybody grieves differently, you know. Yes. My mom and dad were married for 49 years. And my dad, I, I think he cried for 10 minutes for us to see, and then mm-hmm. I never saw him grieve again, you know. Mm. Um, but little brother, he's a jokester, so, you know, he grieved a little bit, and then he just started cracking jokes about it, you know. Mm-hmm. My my nieces, which are, you know, were her grandchildren, you know, they cried. But then like everybody started moving on, but me. It's like I was stuck. I couldn't move. And Tanya, I, I was just, I didn't know what to do, you know. I went right. to a grief counselor. I just didn't know what to do because I've been around death my whole entire life, you know, but I just didn't understand why I was stuck. You know, yes. the joke was well, it's the a different. <laughs> it is a different yes. because I was, and I, I knew, girl, I felt your spirit because I lost my mother in 2005. There is a complete difference of losing the woman who gave you life. It's like the life yes. is kicked out of you when that happens. Yes. So what you went through, I I know exactly what, because when I tell you lost, the walk, the walking dead, I was the walking dead before that show came <laughs> on when my mom died. Yeah. Literally, uh, I remember driving one time, getting off of the expressway, uh, and like, like slightly bumping a car. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't, when I, when I came through, it was and they were so gracious. They was like, oh, then, but I didn't even know that I was driving anywhere. That's how out of it I was. Yeah. It was like a couple yeah. of weeks after my mom died. And, you know, those weeks after, your life has to adjust. But you're like, how how's it going to adjust? Because especially when I'm used to going here, I'm used to calling mom at this time. I'm used to going. It is a total 
it uh, it's indescribable unless you in it. And so I totally understand what you mean. It's like how what am I what am I grieving? And because I went through that too, I'm like, am I grieving properly? I mean, it seems like everybody else around me is okay. <laughs> it's like you know, yeah. I had my Florida Evans moment that I wanted to scream and drop a punch <laughs> bow and say, look now. <laughs> So I totally understand what you mean, but there's a difference than um, when you lose your mom. It's like I'm telling you, uh, the person who gave you birth, the person who nurtured you, it's like everything in your life is sucked out for yes. for a time period. So you said that was two, almost two years ago. Uh, you went, mm-hmm. you went, said you went to a grief counselor, uh, and you you, you you're working through it. So right now, in mm-hmm. almost April 2019, where would you say you are in your in your in your path to growing? Because gr- you have to grow through grief. It doesn't. You don't yes. go through it. Yes. It doesn't end. It's a gr- constant growing. Where are you mm-hmm. now with that? I am finding my new normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's hard because I talk to her constantly every day. So it's for me, it's just finding a sense of normalcy and starting to pick back up the things that I did because those are the things that kept me busy and active. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm i back at work at school. Um, mm-hmm. I'm back. I'm easing back into Bat Ministries. You know, I've started doing my commercials with him again. I've mm-hmm. done some of his flyers. I've attended some events. Um, the CMG Squad 2911, it's a, uh, a, media, a Centerstone Media Group. They actually waited the whole entire year for me, and when wow. I came back, they offered me the position of COO because me and the CEO bonded because he just he had me in his spirit. Mm-hmm. So it gives me things to do, but I'm yet to pick up the wheat report. I just I I'm not feeling that yet, you know. Right. It, and everyone, I tell myself that God never puts more on me than I can bear, mm-hmm. but still, I'm just not ready for that. I don't know why. Right. I keep praying for him to show me why, but yeah. that's where I am right now. I'm, I don't cry as much anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm able to write her letters, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm way farther than I was this time last year. Oh, wait, yes, I wow. am. Oh, praise God yes. for that. And if you are just joining uh, us, Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking about Girl Fight Through It, and we're talking about grief with Audra Wheat. Um, and, and, and grief is, is, we can't avoid it. We can't escape it at all. And so as we are talking about women and, and trying to empower women, especially this month, uh, grief is going to be a part of it. We just had Angie Stewart on. She grieved the loss of her, her daughter and her fiancé, both committed suicide. You lost grieving wow. your mom. But you said something that you're easing back into a mm-hmm. new normal. And mm-hmm. that takes a lot of courage because some people can choose to stay in that place of I don't know what to do, and I'm just going to sit here in my I-don't-know-what-to-do lane. But mm-hmm. the courage to ease back and, and to create that new normal, How? what are some things uh, or, or some things that you can offer people um, who are, you know, dealing with grief but knowing that they're not going to stay there, but they don't know how to go from where they are to where they need to be at this time? They have to have a prayer life. You've got to mm-hmm. start with prayer. You know, that's the first thing I do when I open my eyes is pray for the strength to make it through the day, you know, mm-hmm. and pray for him to show me what am I to do that day. Pray for that strength. Pray for that direction. 
as to where yeah. you are to go, you know. Prayer, the number one is prayer. Um, you have to embrace or, excuse me, encircle yourself with people that are there for you. You know, mm-hmm. there are loved ones that are ready to help you, that will help you to grieve, and will. You're, they're, they're, God put them there to help you. You have to embrace them, you know. There's some of my friends that if they were not where they were when I needed them, I don't know what I would do, you know. There's mm-hmm. family that I don't know what I would do without. So, I mean, you have to embrace the people that God puts there for you because everybody, he puts everybody in your life for a reason, you know. You just, yeah. Even with your grief, you have to embrace it. Yeah. Um, those and I love you, main you have to embrace people. You have to embrace them because sometimes, especially when we're grieving, we want to be closed mm-hmm. off, uh, mm-hmm. don't want any help because help cause it's like if I let them help them, I may have a breakdown and can't get back up. <laughs> um, I may have a crying spell and I'll cry a full river. And so mm-hmm. we have to have to be okay with that happening. And allow yes. people in. So I love that what you said. You gotta mm-hmm. allow people and the right people, the right people. The, God will send you the, the, the right people, people who can minister to you at that time. Um, and so yeah. everybody cannot minister to you or, or is right for you during your time of grief, mm-hmm. even though they're That's right so for you uh, at other mm-hmm. areas of your life. So you gotta be discerning, and you gotta know when when it hits your spirit, and be like, mm, I can't talk to them about this. They ain't helping me. <laughs> It's, right, you can okay. tell. You know instantly. You know instantly. I swear you do. Yeah. You know instantly. Yeah. So, and what else? Surround yourself with people. Pray. And you have to hold on to what you do have, and then it makes you have a whole new appreciation for life. You know, mm-hmm. because life is. It makes you realize how short life really is. Yeah. So now I live every day as if. It could be my last, you know. I'm going to be happy today, regardless. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to find some happiness today. Yes, today. And, that, yes. and, you know, honestly, that's how I got into officially writing after my mom passed. Because, like you said, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just so similar. You said you write her letters. I had to write, write out everything, especially those last um, months that she was uh, battling cancer. I had to write out everything that I was feeling. Because as I was going mm-hmm. through, I was had to be big sister and, you know, finalize the estate. I'll, so I didn't have that outlet. But when I started writing, went to mm-hmm. <laughs> went to counseling and actually helping me to grieve through mm-hmm. that, when you say your new normal, that became my new normal. And mm-hmm. you said you live every day like your last – at that time – a Jill Scott song was living your life like it was golden. That song mm. was so pivotal to my life at that time because literally my mom went to the hospital for one thing, never came back. Mm. Uh, and so wow. live your life like it's golden, like it is the last that you got. That became my my song <laughs> for life at that time. <laughs> and um, <laughs> writing and just really encouraging and empowering people. Hey. You gotta get this going. So as you find your new normal, it's gonna you're going to see and find more purpose in mm-hmm. what Audra is really supposed to be doing at this season in her life. So you continue to be encouraged, my sister. So let tell us as you growing 
You're going through your new normal, and you're easing back to some of the things that you were doing before. What are some of those things that uh, you do? Because you do a lot to empower and to inspire people. Uh, Share with us some of the things that you're doing and how they can connect with you uh, with your endeavors. Well, um, so sorry, I have a. T- <laughs> you can reach me by phone at 502 619 4768, or they can email me at thewheatreport at yahoo.com because that is what I'm getting ready to put all of my time and energy into mm-hmm. is the wheat report. Um, is to get and it back. Tell us what and that is. Uh, it is an online uh, newsletter. Mm-hmm. and online radio broadcast where I actually interview different artists and authors and poets and people that are using their talents for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's people that are not signed to any labels or independent artists, and it gives them a platform to perform for people to hear hear them mm-hmm. on, you know, that otherwise would not hear them. And then I started doing the newsletter behind that, and the newsletter allows me to be able to spread the news about things that are going on from coast to coast. Yeah. And also to interview different artists and put it on paper. So that's ready to take off. And, of course, with Creative Souls, I make flyers and um, do uh, keep administrative work. I do keep receipts and things of that nature for people. Same phone mm-hmm. number. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still with VAP Ministries. I'm still mm-hmm. with Twy2911. And with that, that's just a, a record label, basically, that we have. We have different artists on there that are starting to come out and perform. Um, so I'm just trying to get back out there, get going. Get back out there because you are, like, you give people, like you said, give people a platform. You are uh, an influencer, not only in Louisville, but around the world with what you have been called to do. And she does it with excellence, you guys. She's not one of them, <laughs> what do they call janky promoters. She's not that. <laughs> See, everything she does is for for lack of a better word, angelic, because you have a a touch. When we think of angels, we think of peace, we think of calm, we think of support. And so anything that I see you do, that's exactly what I I think of angelic thoughts. Now, now you know I'm going to push you because you was doing Facebook Live for that. Are we going to have that come back? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is coming back. It is. It is. It is. I promise it's coming back. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. So as we close our segment, I thank you again. Um, and y'all, y'all, that's why she's called the angelic one. You can hear it in her voice. Um, how how just calming and just like an angel comes to calm and surround <laughs> you for real, Audra. I feel it. Um, tell us as you girl fight through grief. Somebody it may they may have not lost their mother. But it may have been a spouse, a child or even get a job. Grief is grief in different ways. How can you mm-hmm. last thoughts uh, encourage, empower, inspire somebody that is not going to feel as bad as it is at that moment? How What what, what advice can you give mm-hmm. our audience? All I can say is it gets easier. Mm-hmm. You don't believe it. You never think that it will, but it does get easier. It does. It does. And and if you think about it, because I had to, this was a personal thing for me, is that someone else, I went through 
death with someone else, which made it easier for me to go easier to go to the death with my mom. But then when someone else lost a very close loved one, I was able to take what I had learned through my ordeal mm-hmm. and pour into them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So just just it will get easier. It will mm-hmm. get easier. I promise. Yeah. We, it will. It, we go through I hear what you're saying, we go through so we can have somebody else grow through what they're what yes. they're going through. Um and we exactly. can give them an honest and authentic perspective yes. because we've gone through it ourselves. Oh, Amen. Audra, <laughs> thank you for being on the show. Tell our audience once what? again how they can stay connected to you. Get connected with. Uh, get connected well, with you. I'm on. I'm on every social media site. You know, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Just look for Audra Weed or the Angelic One. I'm on all of those, or you can call me at five zero two six one nine four seven six eight. Or you can email me at the wheat report at yahoo.com. All right, y'all better get with her. Get with her if uh, you want flyers. If you listen, especially if you're an uh, author or artist, artist, she is an influencer and she will um, expose you and um, have your name and everything out there to her contacts. So and you better not be janky. Don't be janky. <laughs> Don't connect with her if you're janky. I'm just, that's the Tanya White. I'm trying to. I'm trying to protect. It's Tanya White sister. coming out. Yeah, the TT. <laughs> Thank oh, you, Andrew. I'm gonna follow up with you later. Uh, continue yes, success. Ma'am. You know I'm praying for you, sis. Um, so and I see you and I'm waiting on you and you know I'm waiting for that book. I'm waiting. I'm it's waiting coming. for you to submit it. Tanya, I'm about to publish it. <laughs> It's coming, Tanya. It is. It is. It is. I know but it. But thank you I, so much for having me. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you once again, and I'll follow up with you later, okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. Good night, Real talk. Real talk with Tanya White. Listen, we've had Angie. We've had Audra. We've got to come with the last audaciously amazing A, Andrina, and she's going to kick some knowledge about growth and how to get along with the heart to get along of people but before we bring her on you know we got to take a music break we got to uh get some things in here because she's gonna kick some real knowledge she's gonna let you know and give you some real relevant and refreshing information so if you want to get that um advice from her you better stay tuned inbox me so i can bring you on we're going to Kick some song of inspiration. Here's uh, Leandra Johnson, Better Days, because better days are coming if you keep on, keep on pressing. You see good, you see bad, 
Thanks, Tanya, for the invite, lady. I truly, truly appreciate you, and the same love you have for me is the same love I have for you. Thank you, honey. Listen, you know, honey, you I love you because you kick you kicks it real, and you like one of them persons. There's <laughs> like no other way that you can do it but do it like you do it. And so, tell our audience, tell us who you are and how you got to be the Andrina Phillips that we know, love, and need to know if you don't know right now. <laughs> See, you make me blush, but thank you so much for those beautiful words. But, you know, I always just say that I am just a raggedy vessel, just willing to be used. That is all, a raggedy vessel. I'm no greater than anybody else. I just show up in my purpose. I show up what God has called me to be, and I make no apologies of it. You know, my name is... Andrina, you know, I always tell people I'm your favorite. I don't care whether I am or not. I just say, hey, hey, it's your favorite Andrina. You know, and it has become such a cliche that whenever people see me out in public, they say, hey, 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 it's our favorite, and they make me blush and laugh. And so I'm so grateful for the support, the cheers, the prayers, the love that I always receive from everybody. You know, I'm just Andrina. I'm a master life coach, you know, a transformational, motivational speaker, published author, and, you know, like I always say, I'm just a raggedy old vessel willing to show up and play. Willing to show up and play. we got to have balance. <laughs> work, right. play, play work. And that's how we do it. Listen, you have your author, your speaker, and I'm pretty sure being all the great things that you are, you have battled grief, you have battled trying to grow, you have battled trying to get along with the hard to get along. Have you not? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You know, life serves us those lemons, but it's yes. up to us what we do with those lemons. Yes. Yes, and so we've, we've touched on grief and we touched on uh, some things. I really want you to talk about um, the growth part of people, and mm-hmm. it's particularly women, how mm-hmm. we set goals because everybody has an innate uh, motivation to grow. But when it comes to taking that, what what you want to do from your mind to putting it in your feet and moving, that's where the barriers come in. Mm-hmm. When when what can you tell? What advice you can give people? Because this is you know we in day what this is three months in the twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Some of us still ain't done what we <laughs> said we wanted to do. And we have right. not made those strides towards growth. Mm-hmm. Give me three three things, three uh, tips or strategies to get us through this hump of, of the excuses, of the stagnation, of really growing into the person that you and God want you to. How can we get over that? You know, I always say that, you have to have a made-up mind. You have to get mm-hmm. to a place in your life where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and it's just that simple. You know, I always tell my clients, I always encourage people, nothing changes if nothing changes. You can't keep talking about something and not showing up and being about it. You just yes. can't. If, to me, I encourage people that if you're not ready for a growth mindset, then be mm. quiet. Because Ooh, sometimes we Hey, Andrina, hold on right yeah. there. You didn't talk my language, growth mindset. <laughs> Say that one more again. You know, if you're not willing to make the changes, then you need to be quiet. You mm-hmm. need to be quiet. And the reason why I say be quiet, because after a while, 
you're not even convincing yourself because you done heard it so many times. So many times I'ma lose weight, I'ma, mm-hmm. you know, change this job, I'ma leave this relationship, I'ma, you know, do better in my finances, I'm gonna become this person. But if you begin to say it so many times where people are not able to hear it, you know, I mean where you're not able to hear it, you can't you can't keep on saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. You just mm-hmm. can't. Mm. I love what you said. You it, be quiet. It's just like the little boy who cried wolf, uh, and <laughs> you said, and then you eventually you're not gonna even believe yourself, and that is so true. Especially, just be cordial. It's like common courtesy, especially when you uh, you say, "I want to do this. I want to do this." God says people around you who are willing to help you achieve that, but when you enlist them. For to help you, and then you you give up, or you really don't want it. The commitment's not behind it. You make excuses. You know God will allow that brook of help to dry up, or you know take them away and say, you know, enough is enough. So I love what you said. If you're not really ready to commit, just be quiet. Be quiet until you're ready. You'll get there. Yeah, just be. You gotta get a place where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. And when you get to that place, that's when you welcome change. That's when you welcome the growth mindset. Until then, nobody can vent you otherwise. Nobody can push, pull, or prime you to get to that next level. You got to want it for yourself. You have to make up that mind by any means necessary. I'm going to get to that next level no matter what it costs me. I'm going to get to that next level. No matter what they say about me, I'm going to get to that next level because the next level, your growth don't depend on your mama, your brother, your sister, your father, your husband, your wife, your daughter, your sister, or your friends or your neighbors or your co-worker. Your growth at the end of the day and the beginning of the morning begins with you. You Mm. have to have that attitude of, I'm not going to allow anybody to stop me from getting what is belonging to me. You can't get to your promises if you keep staying in the mindset of potential and not performance. That's why y'all better know her. Yeah, she didn't kick some million dollar nuggets right there. You cannot continue to be stuck. You cannot continue. Oh my goodness, y'all better replay that. I can't even repeat it. Y'all better replay it. Andrina, <laughs> listen. You are oh, uh-huh. oh my God, you are so right. I want to go back to you. You said you said you can't. People can't continue to pull you. I've had some clients that I had to cut off, and I would never work with again. Never, no, never, ever work with again because it was like I was pulling them up their mountain of success and they was pulling back. And I'm like, why am I exerting all the work and doing something for what you said you wanted? And so what you said something, so you've got to want it. You've got to want it and not just want it in your mind but want it in your walk, Um and, and so many people, we're, we're talking a lot and not doing anything. Who growth, growth. How can we get growth mindset is a uh, is one of those buzzwords now, especially in education. Can you define that for us? Because a lot of people don't understand what that growth mindset is. 
Growth mindset to me is simple. It's just wanting change. It's desire to be in uncomfortable places mm. and wanting to grow. And just piggybacking off of what you were saying, a lot of times people don't want to do the work. I yep. always say that to my clients. I can't want it more than you can. I can coach you to get to the championship. I can give you the strategy to get to the wins. But you have to execute it. And let me tell you the reason why. Because I did the work. Mm-hmm. When I was doing the work, wasn't nobody helping me. Right. I had to do the work to get whatever it is that I wanted to get. And when I said push, pull, and prime, people want you to push, pull, and prime them because they want you to do the work while they sit yeah. back and relax and get the results. But if uh-huh. that's the case, then everybody would, would be putting everything, all their burdens on everybody else to do the work. And you will mm-hmm. never grow. Never. Growing is an individual thing. It's an individual thing. And yeah. that's something that people don't understand. It's an individual thing. You mm-hmm. got to look at yourself and you got to understand where am I trying to go in life? Mm-hmm. Who am, am I, I trying, trying to, to become? Who am I trying to become? What do I desire to have in my life? Those are the questions that you have to ask in order to get into the growth mindset, in order to get those changes, in order to obtain those promises. You got to do the work. You mm-hmm. got to get up in the morning. You got to go to the gym. You got to straighten up your credit. You got to yeah. straighten up your attitude, and you definitely have to straighten up your own crown because sometimes mm-hmm. people ain't willing to straighten their own, so why would I want somebody to straighten mine for me? Yeah. My Lord, my Lord, real talk, Andrina Phillips. That's why she's over here. I love it. I love what you said. And it, oh, my God, so much about that growth mindset. And it's looking at the big picture of your life. Um, a, a lot of people just want that instant gratification. That's not a growth mindset. You may have success. Success and growth are two different things. And so a lot of people measure Oh, I'm growing, I'm growing because of the success that they've made. But that's totally different because you can have success and not growth, but you can't have growth without being successful. And so uh, people measure the wrong thing, and they think, oh, mm-hmm. I had this, this, you know, I put, you know, I, I, got, a, I got, a, got my degree. I finally got mm-hmm. that success. Growth is what when you take that degree and everything you learn in that in that get, getting that degree and apply it to your life to not only help you but to bless somebody else. Cause you know you don't go to school. Doctors don't go to school all that time just to say I'm a doctor. They go to apply what they learn and to help what save somebody's life. And so mm-hmm. growth and success are two different things. How how can we as women, and I'm talking about women because we can put others <laughs> before our own self a lot of times. How can we step back and say, you know what, I am not growing and I need to grow so I can get to the place that I, I keep talking about, I keep talking about. What is, what is, what is those strategies that we, we can do and, and we can have our own aha moment? without, you know, going to my favorite coach on all time, Iyana, and having her fix her life? How can we fix our own life? You know, basically being selfish. You know, sometimes you have to be selfish in your growing. And you can't apologize for 
where you're trying to go. You have to be selfish in your growing, and you have to establish healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that as women we feel like we always have to be everybody's superwoman. We have to be there for everybody else, but nobody is never there for us. And then you find yourself losing who you're trying to become because you're too busy feeding everybody else. When at the end of the day, you have to learn how to feed yourself first so that everybody can get the overflow so you're able to share. So it's nothing wrong with being selfish. It's nothing wrong with setting healthy boundaries. I might not like what you do, and I can love you from a distance as I'm growing into a greater me. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being selfish. And at the end of the day, people can either respect it or they don't have to respect it, but it's not going to stop me from growing. And that's the mindset that you have to get. These are healthy boundaries. When I tell you, no, I'm not able to come, no, I don't feel like doing this, no, this doesn't align with who I'm becoming, people have to respect that. And if they don't, it doesn't matter as long as you respect it and as long as you honor it. So I encourage women to be selfish sometimes Mm -hmm. in taking care of yourself and the things that you give to other people. Learn how to give to yourself first. That's what I mean when I say be selfish. When I say have healthy boundaries is that if it's not aligned with who you're trying to be, then you don't have time for it. And it's just that simple. Just that simple real talk. It's just that simple. You don't have time for it. If it's not aligning up with who you are supposed to be. Listen, Listen, I and it is a constant. It ain't once a one-time thing. You will constantly have to say no and realign your life uh, with people and organizations who are in the alignment of where you want to grow. And so I want to go back. We're going to touch on the last one, getting along with people are hard to get along because as women, we're very social creatures, and we take um, – relationships to heart and when we are not getting along with people that can stop our whole flow how can we get along with people without stopping our whole flow because we got it's a mindset change i you know like you said i i may not like what you did but for Mm -hmm. many women okay i don't like okay a situation They'll turn the whole situation into making it stop. And sometimes you may have just a situation with somebody, but that somebody is authorized to be in your life by God to help you get to the next level. So how can we stop, I want to call it, yeah, it is being petty, being petty with some of the hard-to-get-along relationships, not the ones that we're setting healthy boundaries for and they are uh, are stepping over it, but, you know, just situations that – that caused us upset, and we're taking an upset to stifle our our growth and our, our moving forward. But my question to you is, who said that you have to accept petty behavior? Mm. Who says mm. that you have to get along with those people? Why do I have to allow you in my inner circle come and on. come and interrupt my life? Why yeah. do I have to do that? I can show you godly love from a distance. Yes. But I don't have to allow you to enter in my inner circle. I don't have to allow you to disrupt my peace. I don't have mm. to allow you to come in and dictate how things are going to be in my life. See, mm. that's the thing that people fail to realize is that you have a choice. Yes. You have a choice of what you will accept and won't accept. 
because that's what shows up in our lives is what we're going to accept and what we're not going to accept. And right. you have the permission to stop it as soon as you see it. As, as soon as, as you soon see it. As soon as you see it. Andrina, you just blessed me because sometimes I, 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 I'm that person, oh, let me give it one more. You know they had a bad day. But, no, I know, especially as you get older, if it looks like a duck, walk like a duck. It's a duck and quack, quack away. And so we've got to cut it off as soon as we see it. And it goes back to loving what you said, give yourself permission. Give yourself permission because we allow a whole lot of other people in our life to give us permission to be who we're supposed to be and move how we're supposed to move. Woo, that just delivered me, Andrina. Oh, that delivered me. We don't have to accept the pettiness. What else? What else we do don't, you got for us? We don't, we don't have to accept the pettiness. And a lot of times, you know what I learned is a lot of times when you accept the pettiness, it's because you're trying to be the nice guy. The nice mm. woman. You want everybody to like you. But if you're in your most authentic place and mm-hmm. you feel like somebody else's pettiness is their pettiness, give it back to them and mm-hmm. don't allow it to interrupt where you're going in life. And it's that simple. Sometimes we make things harder than what they have to be. And I feel like a lot of times when we accept pettiness, that's because we got pettiness in us. Mm-hmm. Because whenever you don't want to enter into your life, you have that right to stop it. Who says you can't stop pettiness? Who Mm -hmm. says you can't stop, you know, having people around you that are not going nowhere, the negative Nancy's, you know, or the worry ones, or the people that don't want to see you success, to to succeed? Who Mm -hmm. says that we have to allow those people to enter into our realm? We don't have to allow them to enter into our realm. We really don't. And it's a mindset shift, and I love what you said, you you're you're trying to be the nice guy uh, or the nice woman, and <laughs> goes back to what you said. Um, give yourself permission. Uh, you don't have to accept it. I I'm the nice guy when I treat myself with and surround myself with the people um, that treat me the way I want to be treated, and I don't have to deal with the pettiness. And that's a that's a mindset reshift because especially. Women, oldest, growing up, oh, you gotta be nice. Don't don't act that way. Don't don't be mad at them. They would. So that's a like a reprogramming. You gotta unlearn that mess. Unlearn to accept the pettiness from people. You don't you don't have to accept it. Say it again, Andrea. We don't do what? We don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. Let me let me use me for an example because I always try to use me, you know, because I feel mm-hmm. like I'm relatable to people. Because mm-hmm. people see me as, hey, 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 it's your favorite Andrina. Yeah. You know, and I have this bubbly personality. I do have a positive attitude. And what you all see is what you all see. And mm-hmm. I make no excuses for it, and I'm not going to apologize for it. But at the same time, I'm also a woman with, you know, morals, values, I'm a woman with standards. I'm a woman that I don't allow just any and everybody to get into my immediate circle. I'm a woman mm-hmm. that don't accept any and everything for anybody. And I can love you from a distance, but I don't have to accept what you're given, especially if it's not aligned with what God has called me to be. And I'm okay yes. with that. 
And some people mm. don't understand that when, you know, they think that when I show up, hey, 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 it's your favorite Andrina, they kind of take me as a joke sometimes, like I'm not a serious mm. businesswoman, until they realize that, hey, wait a minute, you know, wait Andrina's cool people, but she's on her business, too. She's on her game. And I always tell people, don't get the laughter misconstrued. Mis- mis- don't never yeah. get it misconstrued because you see me laughing or you see me having a good time in life because I'm always watching everything. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yes. And, and, and sometimes you have to allow people, you have to let people know that, you know, you could perceive me one way, but this is who I actually am, and I'm not going to make any apologies about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what y'all see is truly who I am. When you meet me, I do love to have a good time. I do love to laugh. I do love positive um, vibes. I do love what I do. I am passionate about what I do. But sometimes mm-hmm. people can kind of try to tweak it their way, and I have to remind them that, no, it's not your way. This is yes. my lane that I'm driving, Absolutely. and I'm okay with that. And I'm, and okay, I'm okay, okay with that. Oh, you just said, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I love it. And you, and that's so true. People see you, perceive you one way, and the jovial, and hey, hey, hey. But they forget. Look, listen, Andrina handles her business. And and that's what people that's you and you gotta yeah you you gotta tell people and you have to set the example. That's what I get from everything you said tonight. You've got to set the example for people on how you are going to receive uh, the how they treat you. How they treat you. But you also have to be be mindful of how you treat yourself too. Yeah, because you you attract what it is that you are. So if, if if what you're attracting is not in line with who you are, then you can always dismiss it. You don't have yes. to accept it. So when things are showing up in your life and you're realizing that, look, this is not who I am, I don't want to be attached to that, it's okay for you to detach from it. It's okay for you to say no. It's okay for you to have those healthy boundaries. It's okay to, for me to say, yeah, I do love to have a good time, but I'm also a businesswoman. Yes. I'm also a businesswoman. Also. I'm also that. And so our time has quickly come. Andrina, tell them how people can stay connected to you, how they can get your coaching, how they can get your book. Uh, uh, and get, listen, sign up because she does some phenomenal Facebook lives. in the. She'll be coming from the gym, going to the gym. It'll, when it hits her, it hits her. And it's going to set your day off. So uh, tell tell the people how they can stay connected to you. Yes, they can stay connected with me on any social medias, on Instagram, Facebook, um, on my website. Um, it's Keep Moving with Andrina, no G, and moving on Twitter. It's Andrina K. Moving. And you can also request me as an uh, individual friend, as Andrina Phillips. And, yeah, I do be doing those. Um, I call them my one, two, threes when the spirit yeah. just led me to do them. they my one, two, threes. Let me give y'all those one, two, threes because it just be pouring into me. And so I'm available. My book, Behind the Laughter, is on Amazon. You can purchase it in hard book or Kindle, or you can inbox me. I do have copies available. And Behind the Laughter is where I talk about um, the behind the scenes of my life because people always see me as this woman that's laughing and that's having a good time. But behind my laughing is what saved me from an abusive relationship, that saved me mm. as being a single mom, It saved me as being a woman trying to grow into her own. The laughing is what got me through, but behind the laughter there is a story. 
so you're able to get that too. So, you know, I'm here for yes. all need me. <laughs> yes. Listen, you said something. You do not have to accept the pettiness, people. That delivered me tonight because I know I'm, I'm that type of person. Oh, is it me? Mm-mm. I don't have to accept it. Cut it, kick, snip, snip, snap immediately. I can love them from afar. One last thing. As we close out this woman's month, and, and you know, it's women's year all day, um, what can you give the men and the women? We're going into the second quarter of 2019, you guys. No more excuses. What can you give us to, to, to just get into action, Andrina? You know what I always say, show up. Own your show greatness. Up. Show up and make no excuses about it and, don't, and definitely don't apologize about it. It's just that mm. simple. Just that simple. Stop, just try, that stop, simple. Trying to, stop trying to apologize for your journey and for your greatness. Just mm. show up. Just show up. I think it's your second second book injury. It's just that simple. <laughs> it's just that simple. Because <laughs> we make oh. things so difficult. We make things so difficult. And when you look back, you'll be like, all I had to do was make that right turn or go That's left. It. Or just, you know, detach myself from the situation. It's really just that simple. We're the one that overthink things. And I guarantee you that's part of the growth mindset. If mm-hmm. you just make that little step, that little step, like a blink of an eye, that's all mm-hmm. you got to do and change. It's just be willing to make that change, no matter how big or small. It's a change, especially mm-hmm. when it's taking you into something greater. My God. Andrina, you know I love you. Thank you so much. You, you look, you kick real talk to me. I don't have to accept the pettiness. Now, it's just that simple. I'm gonna hear that in my spirit. I'm gonna hear that in my spirit. It's just that simple. I think you need to put on that shirt. It's just that simple, cause it is, Andrina. I make it difficult. I love you, girl. You keep doing, keep revolutionizing this world. Empower men, women, and children. And uh, listen, I'm looking for this show. I'm looking. You, we need. We need you on TV. Soon in due season. In due and, season. I'm pushing and trying to get there. In due season. In due season. All right. Thank you so much. I'm gonna follow up with you later. Okay. All right. Listen, Andrina, Angie, Audra, came. They they conquered. They gave you impartation like none other. You can win the battle of grief, growth, and listen, getting along. You don't have to get along with people hard to get along. Adrena just said that. It's just that simple, you guys. Listen, Real Talk with Tanya White is taking a break next week as we prepare for the release of the Yes to I Am Enough, the next level, my seventh book, and we will have our conference uh, book release and conference April 6th in Louisville, Kentucky. So join us April 9th as we will return. But next week we will we will uh, be on break. We may do a replay. But listen, visit Tanya White at TanyaWhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color. Order my book, Yes, I Am Enough, The Next Level, my seventh book. And then visit my site and order all of my library. Listen, it's good reading to reposition, to reignite your, your, uh, your, your, uh, just everything. Everything is good. Listen, we're going to close out with, you know, I love me some Beyonce, Destiny Shell. I'm a survivor. You can survive, and not only survive, but you can thrive through grief, growth, 
and when you cut people off who don't get along with you. Hey, I love you guys. Perfect.